0: Greetings friends, good morning, and welcome back to the broadcast. We are looking to start our week with wisdom and encouragement from the Psalms and from the Proverbs. We're ready for Psalm 9 today, Proverbs 14, and then we're going to read Wisdom 8 from the Apocryphal Book of Wisdom. Now our psalm this morning, Psalm 9, has an interesting uh, title it's to the chief musician upon Muth Laban, a psalm of David. There's debate about what this means, but one of the possibilities and one of the most likely possibilities is this is referring to uh, the death of a champion. Specifically, probably dealing with Goliath. And it's, it, this psalm is a reminder that God will stand up for the Righteous. And that there is a day of reckoning and judgment coming. And that the wicked will eventually fall into the very traps that they have laid for God's people. Wisdom, chapter 8, is a continuation of the thought from last week where it's talking about wisdom itself, even referring to it as a her. But it ends with a very important truth. And that is ultimately wisdom, true wisdom, comes only from God himself. So with that summary, let's begin. I'm going to read you Psalm 9 from the King James Bible. I'm not going to interrupt throughout the middle with commentary or anything, I'm just going to read Psalm 9 and I want you to open up your hearts and let the word of God speak to you this morning. Psalm 9, King James Bible To the Chief Musician upon Moth Laban A Psalm of David I will praise Thee, O Lord, with my whole heart. I will show forth all Thy marvelous works. I will be glad and rejoice in Thee. I will sing praise to Thy name, O Thou Most High. When mine enemies are turned back, they shall fall and perish at thy presence. For thou hast maintained my right and my cause. Thou satest in a throne, judging right. Thou hast rebuked the heathen. Thou hast destroyed the wicked. Thou hast put out their name for ever and ever. O thou enemy! Destructions are come to a perpetual end, and thou hast destroyed cities, their memorial is perished with them. But the Lord shall endure forever, he hath prepared his throne for judgment, and he shall judge the world in righteousness, he shall minister judgment to the people of uprightness. The Lord also will be a refuge for the oppressed, a refuge in a time of trouble. And they that know thy name will put their trust in thee, for thou, Lord, hast not forsaken them that seek thee. Sing praises to the Lord which dwelleth in Zion, declare among the people his doings. When he maketh inquisition for blood, he remembereth them. He forgetteth not the cry of the humble. Have mercy upon me, O Lord! Consider my trouble which I suffer of them that hate me, Thou that liftest me up from the gates of death, that I may show forth all Thy praise in the gates of the daughter of Zion. I will rejoice in Thy salvation the heathen are sunk down in the pit that they made in the net which they hid is their own foot taken the lord is known by the judgment which he executeth the wicked is snared in the work of his own hands higayan sila the wicked shall be turned into hell And all the nations that forget God. For the needy shall not always be forgotten. The expectation of the poor shall not perish forever. Arise, O Lord. Let not man prevail. Let the heathen be judged in thy sight. Put them in fear, O Lord. That the nations may know themselves to be but men. Selah. And that is Psalm 9. It's this idea about the the wicked men, these God-haters, they're out there laying traps and they're laying snares. Their foot will be caught up in their own snare. The trouble that they plan for the righteous and for God's people, they themselves will be caught up in. And I love how this ends Essentially, it ends with them saying, God, remind these people that they themselves are not gods, that they're not special, that they're merely clay, they're just dirt. They need a reminder that they are simply men because they've gotten really haughty, really high-minded, they've really exalted themselves, they really think highly of themselves. Arise, O Lord, let not man prevail, let the heathen be judged in thy sight. Put them in fear, O Lord, that the nations may know themselves to be but men. That is Psalm 9. Let's move on to the Proverbs and get some wisdom to start our week. We're ready for Proverbs 14. It's a contrast between goodness and evil. Let's have a look. Every wise woman buildeth her house, but the foolish plucketh it down with her hands. He that walketh in uprightness feareth the Lord, but he that is perverse in his ways despises him the mouth of the foolish is a rod of pride, but the lips of the wise shall preserve them. Please note, we all observe this. He that walketh in uprightness feareth the Lord, but he that is perverse in his ways despises him. You run into these people all the time. The idea of God makes them foam at the mouth like a rabid dog. They can't help but mock or literally be filled with anger at the idea. The reason is because they love perverseness. They love it. They love evil. And so God and God's people are in opposition to that. Which enrages them. They don't want those standards. They like their perversity. That's why they hate God. And they hate you. Verse 3. In the mouth of the foolish is a rod of pride. But the lips of the wise shall preserve them. Verse 4. A faithful witness will not lie. But a false witness will utter lies. A scorner seeketh wisdom, and findeth it not. But knowledge is easy unto him that understandeth. Go from the presence of a foolish man, when thou perceivest not in him the lips of knowledge. Please note, in other words, don't surround yourselves with idiots. Don't surround yourselves with God-haters. Or people who are just foolish. You will become the people you surround yourself with. Flee from these kind. Verse 8. The wisdom of the prudent is to understand his way. But the folly of fools is deceit. Fools make a mock at sin. But among the righteous there is favor. The heart knoweth his own bitterness. And a stranger does not intermingle with his joy. The house of the wicked shall be overthrown, but the tabernacle of the upright shall flourish. There is a way which seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof is the ways of death. Even in laughter the heart is sorrowful, and the end of that myrrh is heaviness. The backslider in heart shall be filled with his own ways, and a good man shall be satisfied from himself. The simple believeth every word, but the prudent man looketh well into his going. Please note, oh man, this is a... Could there be a, a more obvious verse in the day we're living in? I mean, we live amongst a people that believe everything. Oh, it came while the TV... The, the, the talking heads told me this or they showed me some CGI and I believe that that's what happened it's the most gullible generation of human beings to ever walk the face of the earth the simple believeth every word but the prudent man looketh well into his going verse 16 a wise man feareth and departeth from evil but the fool rages and is confident He that is soon angry dealeth foolishly and a man of wicked devices is hated The simple inherit folly but the prudent are crowned with knowledge The evil bow before the good and the wicked at the gates of the righteous The poor is hated even of his own neighbor but the rich hath many friends He that despises his neighbor sinneth, but he that hath mercy on the poor, happy is he. Do they not err that devise evil? But mercy and truth shall be to them that devise good. In all labor there is profit, but the talk of lips tendeth only to punery. The crown of the wise is their riches, but the foolishness of fools is folly. A true witness delivereth souls, but a deceitful witness speaketh lies. In the fear of the Lord is strong confidence, and his children shall have a place of refuge. The fear of the Lord is a fountain of life to depart from the snares of death. And the multitude of people is the king's honor, but in the want of people is the destruction of the prince." He that is slow to wrath is of great understanding, but he that is hasty of spirit exalteth folly. A sound heart is the life of the flesh, but envy the rottenness of his bones. He that oppresses the poor reproaches his maker, but he that honoureth him hath mercy on the poor. The wicked is driven away in his wickedness, but the righteous hath hope in his death. Wisdom resteth in the heart of him that hath understanding, but that which is in the midst of fools is made known. Righteousness exalteth a nation, but sin is a reproach to any people. The king's favor is toward a wise servant, but his wrath is against him that causes shame. And that, my friends, is Proverbs chapter 14. Let's read Wisdom 8 from the Apocrypha. Again, it's a conversation about wisdom itself, but it ends, like I said, with the most important wisdom, which is understanding that true wisdom comes only from God. 21 verses, open up your hearts, let's begin. wisdom reacheth from one end to another mightily and sweetly doth she order all things I loved her and sought her out from my youth I desired to make her my spouse and I was a lover of her beauty in that she is conversant with God she magnify her nobility yea the Lord of all things himself loved her for she is privy to the mysteries of the knowledge of God and a lover of his works. Please note, what's being said here is that to love wisdom is, to, is really to love God. And the beauty about having true godly wisdom is it opens up your understanding about God himself. Verse 5, if riches be a possession to be desired in this life, What is richer than wisdom that worketh all things? And if prudent work, who of all that are as more cunning workmen than she? And if a man love righteousness, her labors are virtues, for she teaches temperance and prudence and justice and fortitude, which are such things as can have nothing more profitable in their life. If a man desireth much experience, she knoweth things of old, and conjectureth aright what is to come. She knoweth the subsidies of speech, and can expound dark sentences. She foreseeth signs and wonders, and the events of seasons and times. Therefore I propose to take her to me to live with me, knowing that she would be a counselor of good things, and a comfort in cares and grief." For her sake I shall have estimation among the multitude, and honor with the elders, though I be young. I shall be found of quick conceit and judgment, and shall be admired in the sight of great men. When I hold my tongue, they shall bide my leisure, and when I speak, they shall give good ear unto me. If I talk much, they shall lay their hands upon their mouth. Moreover. By the means of her I shall obtain immorality, and leave behind me an everlasting memorial to them that come after me. I shall set the people in order, and the nations shall be subject unto me. Horrible tyrants shall be afraid when they do, but hear of me I shall be found good among the multitude, and valiant in war. After I am come into my house, I will repose myself with her, for her conversation hath no bitterness." And to live with her hath no sorrows, but myrrh and joy. Now when I considered these things in myself, And pondered them in my heart, How that to be allied unto wisdom is immortality, And great pleasure is to have her friendship, And in the works of her hands are infinite riches, And the exercise of conference with her prudence, And in talking with her, a good report, I went about seeking how to take her to me. For I was a witty child and had a good spirit. Yea, rather being good, I came into a body undefiled. Nevertheless, when I perceived that I could not otherwise obtain her, except God gave her me, And that was a point of wisdom also to know whose gift she was. I prayed unto the Lord and besought him. And with my whole heart I said. And that is where it ends. So it ends abruptly, which means it actually ends with a comma, which means we're either missing part of the manuscript, which may be why it wasn't included in with the actual scriptures to begin with, Or it could just be continuing into what we would call chapter 9. But it seems to end abruptly. But it ends with an important truth. And that is. That if you really want true wisdom. Listen. Nevertheless when I perceived that I could not otherwise obtain her. Speaking of wisdom. Except God gave her to me. True wisdom. Can only be had. At the hand of God I pray that this morning You've been blessed Strengthened and encouraged And start your your week well As a result Thank you for praying for me and my family Thank you for your support As I've mentioned before Support has been down Year over year since about 2020 So I appreciate it more and more Uh, To those of you who can and are willing uh, to help make this happen. Peace and grace be with all of you. And until next time, God bless.